Hey there, I'm the Kentucky Guy, and thank you so much for listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Here at the Red Pill Current News Podcast, we strive on bringing you news that you won't find in the fake media every day. We also strive to bring you the truth, not only on politics, but the world news all around, including pop culture and so forth. As for myself, I worked in the private sector for around 25 years in the call center management and health insurance industry. Uh, Due to unforeseen circumstances and health issues, I was forced into early retirement last year. Now, a couple years ago, I noticed that something just wasn't sitting right with the way our country was being ran or being politicized as. So I started doing research, a lot of research. And that's why I'm able to now host this podcast. I've been on other shows as well, discussing my views. I'm also on social media. I'm on The Clapper, Rizzle, TikTok, Truth Social, Facebook, and many more. You can find me at the KY Guy, Kentucky Guy, KY Guy, or KY Guy 80. Different ones. Somebody had my name on other platforms, of course. <laughs> All right. So, yes, and I uh, do want to let you know that we do drop a new episode here every every Wednesday and Saturday. So be sure to uh, hit that follow or subscribe button no matter where you're listening to. We are on all podcast platforms. All right. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. And uh, again, God bless and God bless America. And welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Hey, how's everybody doing today? I am your host, the Kentucky Guy. And uh, yeah, so I hope everybody's having a wonderful Wednesday. It's very dreary, very cloudy here in the great state of Kentucky. But hey, you know what? It's another day above Earth and we're here. So let's make the best of it. All right. A couple of house cleaning tips real quick. We do drop new episodes here every Wednesday and Saturday. So if you get a chance, make sure you check it out. Also, right now, if you haven't heard, I'm doing a special series on devolution. And uh, part four may be uploaded today. Uh, If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, be sure you start with episode one so you're not lost. Uh, So far, I've got a lot of good feedback uh, from our listeners. And as always, I appreciate each and every one of you. For you wrestling fans out there, uh, don't forget that I do host a show called Against the Match wrestling podcast new episodes drop on it every monday and friday this friday we have a young man by the name of mr cunningham that will be joining us and uh looking forward to discussing uh all the ins and outs of pro wrestling with him all right so uh also if you ever uh want to send a comment or maybe be a guest on the show you can always email us at ol kentucky 99 at yahoo.com that's ol Kentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com. All right, let's get into today's show. I am very, very excited to introduce a, our special guest for today. 
Uh, she's a nurse practitioner who works in traditional medicine, who is uh, transitioning into functional medicine. Everyone, let's hear it and give a great welcome for Dina Freeman to the show. Hello, thanks for having me. Can you hear me okay? I can, I can. Uh, thank you so much for joining us for today, Dina. Uh, so uh, to start things off, can you uh, maybe tell the audience just a little bit about yourself? So sure. I, um, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I have been in healthcare for 20 plus years. I am in traditional medicine. I've been a nurse practitioner for the last seven years. Um, and at the age of 42, I decided to have another baby and kind of spiraled down some postpartum anxiety after that. And that's kind of how I dove into the functional medicine world. Oh, okay. So yeah, age 42, uh, uh, having another child. I, I couldn't imagine uh, uh, having another uh, kid right now. My daughter, uh, <laughs> she's <laughs> she actually just turned, uh, uh, let's see. No, she just she's getting ready to turn 20 years old. And oh, yeah. uh, I, I just, this stage in life, uh, around around the age that you're talking about, I could not imagine uh, having another one. So my, my question is, um, what is, uh, maybe you can uh, take take some time, as long as you need, and maybe just explain to me in our audience, because I really don't know a whole lot about it, the difference between traditional medicine and actual the, uh, that you're transitioning to the functional medicine. What's the difference and what is functional medicine? Sure. So, Traditional medicine is pretty much what we all know as healthcare, traditional healthcare. You go to your doctor, um, you know, most people have a primary care provider. You go in, you see your, you know, you see your provider. You have just a few minutes to spend with your provider, maybe 10, 15 minutes if you're lucky. Talk about what's going on with you and you get your prescriptions and you go on about your merry way till your next appointment. Now, that's me speaking from the patient side. As a traditional medicine provider, I see anywhere from 28 to 32 patients a day in an eight-hour day. So I have about 15 minutes max to spend with you, um, regardless of what you have going on. And a lot of what I do is dictated by your health insurance, um, what medicines you can take, what tests you can have. So while I am your provider and while I can make recommendations at the end of the day it's going to be whether or not your insurance is actually going to cover those things so basically it's a pill for an ill if that if that makes any sense um yeah, yeah that's been, it, my opinion that's been the uh issue that i've had with healthcare in the united states for a long time now so yeah i completely understand that part. yeah and so and you know and, I, and i'm not going to blame because i am provide i am a provider i'm not going to blame providers as a whole not every one of them um, and I say that because in school, in nurse practitioner school, I cannot speak for medical doctors. I am not an MD. I am a nurse practitioner. But in school, we were not trained to teach wellness and prevention. We were trained to recognize disease states and treat disease states with whatever medication was recommended at that time. So do we teach diet, exercise, nutrition, exercise? Of course we do in the little bit of time that we have. But our main job is to draw labs to see if there's any disease, any chronic disease. And if there is, we treat that disease. 99% of the time that is with medication. Or we do diagnostic testing to see what else is going on. 
we do not have the time to spend trying to get to root cause. So now we're going to kind of transition into the functional medicine aspect. So the difference is when you come to me as your provider, when you go to your traditional medicine provider and you're having symptoms like fatigue, anxiety, heartburn, constipation, any of those things, those are symptoms that something else is going on in your body. Well, it's my job as a healthcare provider to treat those symptoms. Hopefully I can help you figure out the source of the problem, but that's not always the case. My job is to make you feel better in the current moment. Functional medicine is, well, why are you constipated? Well, yeah, you might need medication to help you get through some of your issues while we're working on getting to the root cause, but the medication should not be the end all be all. There is a reason you are constipated. There is a reason you suffer from anxiety and fatigue and mood swings and heartburn. There is a root cause that could be causing all of those things. So as a functional medicine practitioner, it's my job to help you figure that out. We dig very deep. We spend a lot more time with their patients. My wellness clients get one hour appointments um, every other week with me. I have, you know, I have several different ways that you can work with me as a wellness provider, but typically it's one hour appointments every other week. We do lab testing that you would not typically get in your traditional medicine world um, for insurance purposes. And then we just, we dig deep. We get to the root cause because while you might need medication to fix your constipation for now, I want to fix your constipation so you don't have to stay on that medication. I want to figure out what caused it, how we got there. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, hearing you talk about this, you, you know, you're absolutely right. Uh, my personal family doctor, uh, you know, I take uh, medicine for different things, right? Uh, like we all do as we get older. Uh, but anyways, uh, I noticed that uh, I used to go to and see him every three months. The appointment would last about 15 minutes, 15 to 20 minutes. Uh, and then they would do lab work. Uh, and if lab work was okay, I'd be gone for another three months. Now, uh, <laughs> it's every six months. Uh, so, yeah, I can definitely see. The, uh, I, I definitely am like what I'm hearing with this functional medicine because it seems like there's a more hands-on, one-on-one approach, and uh, that seems to get to the root cause of the issue. Correct. Correct. Um, typically, for oh, – my mind went blank for a second. So – your traditional oh, women, speaking specifically for women, women have a lot of hormonal issues as they get older. Um, many women go to their doctor and they're told, you know, you know, they ask, can you please check my hormones? You know, I think it's hormonal. And basically they're told, you know, no, we can't check your hormones. It's not you're going through menopause. You're just going to kind of have to deal with it. Well, that's not the case. Women do not just have to deal with it. Um, now. On the flip side of that, I do think that there is a need for traditional medicine because not everybody is compliant and not everybody wants to take the holistic route. There are people who just want a pill for an ill. So if your blood pressure is 200 over 100, then obviously I'm not going to let you walk out of my office without treating that with a prescription. However, diet, exercise, lots of different changes could get rid of that altogether. Wow, that, that's amazing. So, um uh, Dina, how did you, how did you first, uh, now is functional medicine, first of all, sorry, uh, is functional medicine the same thing as holistic healing? Cause I have a guest coming on Saturday, uh, uh, Tom, and he's a, he's a holistic healer scientist and a, uh, humanitarian. 
are they the same or similar? Uh, so they're probably similar in, in the holistic aspect of it, because when you think about whole body healing or holistic healing, you think about um, gut health mindset changes. You think about, um, you know, all of it kind of goes together. So I am a gut health expert. I like to teach people the importance of gut health and how that affects every aspect of your life, because gut health is not just, putting foods in your mouth and for lack of a better word, pooping them out. I mean, it's not, you know, it's not just your digestive issues. Anxiety can come from gut health. Fatigue can come from gut health. Acne can come from poor gut health. So yes, yes and no. Um, it, it just, I'm not exactly sure what his expertise is in, but holistic healing is, is something that I like to include when I'm talking to people about gut health, because to me, it's all the same. Like it's, functional medicine, holistic healing, naturopathic. It's people that want to take a much healthier route versus a pill for any They want to, they want to heal holistically from head to toe. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And I, once again, I, I haven't had a chance to uh, really see what his expertise is. Uh, just uh, I'm starting to hear uh, holistic health um, healing uh, quite a bit. Uh, right. so, so I'm thinking that it's pretty, uh, that term is pretty widespread. Like it means different, you know, different avenues of healing. Um, yeah. so how, how did you find out about functional medicine? So uh, again, you know, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety. Um, and as a new, new mom, I'm not a new mom. I have a 25 year old, a 21 year old and a four year old and two grandchildren. So, but having a four year old, I was still a new, new mom. I mean, my baby was 17 years old. So, um, I had a lot of postpartum anxiety, but when you go to your doctors, even your OB, it's, well, you just had a baby, your hormones are crazy. It's going to take you a good year. Well, a year, I mean, a year's a long time when you have a newborn and you're feeling like you're not functioning as the best mom that you need to be and just everything is spiraling out of control. So I looked at, you know, that's when I kind of started digging into what functional medicine really was and just, I mean, I knew a lot about I had heard the term, but not really knew a lot about, I guess. So I did just a lot of digging and research on my own. And that's when I learned about gut health and how that can affect your anxiety. So I changed my diet and I started exercising and I started, you know, personal care products, believe it or not, personal care products, the things that you put in and on your body, pure toxic. If you go into the grocery store and buy things off of the shelf, people don't know. People are not educated about this kind of stuff. I had no clue that even at 42 years old as a healthcare provider, I had no idea that I was walking into Target buying laundry detergent for my baby that was horrible for his skin. Horrible. And all of that affects the gut health. Well, fast forward about 15 months, he has a he has his 12-month-old vaccines. And when he was about 15 months, he developed this horrible skin rash from head to toe pediatrician couldn't tell me what it was. I mean, skin stuff, you know, I will speak as a provider, skin stuff is very hard to figure out because our bodies come into contact with so many different things. But we saw pediatricians, we saw dermatology, and no one could tell me what it was. It was just, here's some steroid cream, come back in two weeks. 15 months old, he can't tell you what's wrong. He's not sleeping because he's itching like crazy. It was horrible. That's when I started digging into the products I was using on him. I had to change his laundry detergent. I had to change the things that he was putting in his body. I had to change um, the things I was washing him with. Made a huge difference. Huge difference. Now, did you change, uh, like, 
uh, your own personal care as well? Yes, I did. I did. I've since started changing everybody in my family's personal care. Um, but, you know, I, I never thought it never crossed my mind that when I walked into a store to buy something for my family, that it was dangerous or that it was harmful. And is washing my clothes in Tide one time harmful? No. But washing every load of clothes year after year after year, you know, those those things add up. You know, it's the little things over an extended period of time that can cause harm to us. Wow. Now, is it just basically uh, laundry detergent or is it also shampoos and soaps or? Shampoos and soaps and everything. And laundry detergent is probably one of the first things that I try to get people to change because you that's the thing you come in the most contact with. I mean, you wear your clothes, you sleep in your sheets. So right. your body's always in contact with your laundry detergent. So no, I, you know, when people go through my program, it's let's talk, let's start at the basics, but um, because you can't realistically, especially in today's world, you cannot realistically switch out all of your harmful personal care products for your family all at one time, because that's not financially feasible. So we start with the things that matter the most or the things that affect us the most. And that's kind of how I teach. Start with the things that affect you the most and then move to your personal care products. Right. You know, women, women especially, we use hair care products, makeup, lotion. I mean, we probably use 30 products a day. And I know that sounds like vain and, and all that kind of stuff, but it's really not. When you think about us washing dishes and then using our shampoo and washing and the makeup products that we use. I mean, if you're using all toxic products, goodness, that's a lot. But people do not know what they do not know. And I had no idea till I was in my 40s. Right. In information and education is key in anything. Um, Absolutely. So, so I do have a question. Do you have a laundry detergent like recommendation for the audience? That, I do. I do. I use a um, company called Green Go Cleaning Company. Um, they have an Instagram. They have a website. Um, and you can... Um, you can reach out to me. I didn't give you my email, but I have an email that if anybody wanted to reach out to me, I have a code that they can use. I don't even have the code off the top of my head, but um, they can get 10% off their first order. But yes, I use their laundry detergent. They have household cleaning products. Um, they have, um, what else do I use? Laundry. The biggest thing is laundry detergent and household cleaning products is what I use from them. Okay, well, fantastic. And, and it's a small business. It's not this huge business that's all over the United States. They're out of Brevard, North Carolina, and it's a very small business. She's been making her own stuff for the last 10 years, and it made your laundry detergent. A lot of people have a problem with laundry detergent because they want their clothes to smell good. Well, if their clothes smell good, that means they have fragrance in it, which is really bad. So I like this detergent because my clothes still have a really nice, clean smell but there's no fragrance. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'd rather it uh, be clean than, uh, you know, smell like perfume, of course. Exactly. But, yeah. Exactly. But, yeah. So uh, towards the uh, end of the interview, I'll give you plenty of chances to give out uh, all your socials, your website, and email and that. But right now uh, we do need to take a break for our sponsor. Our sponsor today is Anchor. If you're thinking about starting a podcast or you already have a podcast, Anchor is the place. We'll be right back, guys. Thank you so much. Hey guys, have you heard about Anchor by Spotify? It's the best and easiest way I've found to start a new podcast. Everything is right there. 
At Anchor, I can not only record my podcast, I can add music, I can add sounds, and much more. Also, I can trim and crop my podcast as well, all in one place, right there on my iPhone or computer. On Anchor, as a host, you can distribute your podcast on platforms like Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts, and many more. Everything is in one place. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. Best part of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app today, or go to anchor.fm to get started. Aha. All right, and welcome back to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. So today we have a special guest with us, uh, Dina Freeman. She's a nurse practitioner uh, studying uh, currently in uh, traditional medicine and switching to functional medicine. And uh, boy, uh, Dina, you have taught me a whole lot so far uh, on this episode. And uh, once again, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, so now um, we were talking about uh, about different things, how we put on our body, laundry detergent, and so forth. And uh, what I guess my the main question out there is: Does the getting back to the functional medicine, does healthcare uh, insurance, does it cover functional medicine at this time or or no? Typically, no. Are some for me? No. There are some brick-and-mortar practices um, throughout the United States um, that can. I'm not really sure how it all works, honestly, because that's not, you know, what I do. But I think there's some things that can be reimbursed. But essentially, no, most insurances do not cover functional medicine and, like, wellness medicine. Okay. All right. And, uh, yeah, so you mentioned, like, today's economy. uh, And uh, I think uh, every uh, body sitting around the kitchen table is uh, having that conversation, uh, you know, with the energy prices and, you know, it's, it's affecting the, not just the United States, but the entire world. So, right. um, so I have to ask, uh, what does a normal, uh, I don't know if you want to call it an office visit, uh, would actually cost someone out of pocket? So where I work, I'm going to be honest, it's a little different. I work for a rural health care center. So for somebody who doesn't have insurance, we, we actually, see patients who don't have insurance and there's like a sliding scale fee. And I'm going to be honest with you because I'm on the clinical side and I don't run my own practice. I, I, I honestly don't have a clue. And, and I don't let myself get into the billing aspect of it because I'm not going to not take care of you based on your ability to pay or right. not pay. Now, now so, most, most people have a, uh health insurance for traditional i find i find I'm, i was talking about more about the functional medicine costs oh okay All right, let me back up so for me I, there's three different ways that you can work with me um and this a lot of people who do virtual medicine virtual wellness it's kind of priced the same way so typically i have a group program that runs for 10 weeks and the cost of that group program group program is um, $1,895. Now, that's not, that is, you get um, modules, you get lots of information in that. Um, You get live weekly calls, Q&A calls with me to answer all the things. Um, And you get all the information that I just shared with you, but in so much more detailed form. So it's not just the information, it's how to make the changes. Um, 
and all of that. You have a community of, of people that are in the same boat as you. So there's lots of good things. And then the second way that you can work with me is I have a three month program where I am your functional medicine provider, um, one-on-one working with me for three months. Um, we have week, uh, every other week appointments for 30 minutes. And we basically do the same thing. You're just not in a group program setting. That also includes functional medicine, um, gut health testing. So in that middle program, well, in the group program and the middle program, you get gut health testing, which is not something you will ever get in the traditional medicine realm. Um, and it will tell us if you have any issues like uh, bacterial overgrowth or anything going on with your gut that needs to be fixed before you can even make lifestyle changes. Because if you don't fix the problem, you're wasting your time. And then there is a, I also have like a concierge service where you can work with me one-on-one for six months. And we go a little bit, you get all the things included in all the other programs and you get, um, but you get a lot more. You get hormone testing, you gut health testing. Um, and if we just go a little bit deeper with the concierge service and that's a six month program. Wow. I, th- I think that's amazing. Uh, as you know, if you've ever listened to the show, um, I'm a political guy, right? <laughs> I, I definitely think that we need, uh, I think we need some legislation on this to uh, to get the uh, insurance companies involved to help uh, people pay for this. I mean, it seems like uh, there's so much legislation out there right now that uh, these insurance companies, uh, these health insurance companies, they seem to cover just about anything. And, and, and I know that they're taken advantage of a lot by some doctors. I mean, I get all that. Uh, but, um, this is really important and, and you've really given me something to think about. Cause I definitely think, uh, uh, you know, as being a, a, a Patriot American, um, we should have, uh, there should be help with this. Uh, I, don't get me wrong. Your prices are fantastic. It's just, uh, I'm thinking about the everyday common guy, absolutely. you know, absolutely. And that is, that is probably the one hang up for a lot of people is that they can't afford it. But on the flip side of that it's a lot of time. It's a lot of, um, you know, with me working full time, there's, I have a lot of time invested in working with these clients one-on-one. So I wish that I could do it for much, much lower. Um, but it's kind of a double-edged sword. And yeah, I agree that there does need to be some legislation so that people can use their health spending, you know, their health savings accounts and their insurance. Well, uh, uh, 10 weeks for a thousand and some dollars for a group of people. Um, yeah, that's, that's not bad at all. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm thinking of the guy that, or the female that's on a uh, fixed income, you know, uh, that they are the one, you know, there's a reason why they're on fixed income, why they're disabled, uh, most of the time. And, uh, yeah, they're going, they probably need this more than anyone. So, huh? Okay. Yeah. Maybe you never know. You never know. Right. Guy's crazy. He might write something to send it to the that's Senator. Right. That's right. <laughs> But uh, yeah, so that's that's very interesting. And like I said, your your price is great. I mean, I don't see anything at all wrong with it. Trust me, uh, uh, I have great insurance, health insurance. Uh, but when I go to uh, see a doctor or something, and I see the bill that they charge my insurance company, I'm like ready to fall over. <laughs> right, right. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, it, and uh, plus, I like the one-on-one uh, aspect of this. And and like you said, spending an hour uh, with someone, I couldn't imagine. Uh, being with a doctor uh, for an hour. Uh, that's never in my life uh, have I been with a doctor uh, probably over 20 minutes, and then it was kind of serious uh, with my right. So, uh, right. yeah, yeah, I really, uh, this functional medicine, I think this is uh, 
Uh, Dina, I think this is going to be the wave of the future. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I do. A lot more people are, are leaning toward this type of healthcare. Yeah, and, and and like I said, I hear about the uh, the holistic healing uh, all the time now. I mean, all the time on right. social media, uh, on other podcasts, people are talking about it. Uh, as I mentioned, I've got a uh, two two more guests uh, that are actually going to talk about that that are coming up soon. Uh, so yeah, um, the words getting out there. Uh, I think that the only thing. I see that maybe overshadowing it right now is uh, there's just so much going on in this crazy world of ours and so much confusion right now with the uh, rising inflation and, and energy and everything that might overshadow it just a little bit. But right. I tell you what, I think all this stuff is going to pan out soon, sooner than I don't think we're going to have to wait to 2024. Uh, right. It's going to pan out a lot sooner. And uh, once that gets panned out, this is something that we need to be screaming at the top of our lungs. And I'm talking to you, my listeners. We need to be screaming at the top of our lungs to our Congress and senators. Make sure you get out in November and vote. But we need to let them know about this. Healthcare uh, is vital. That's why I'm having all these healthcare uh, experts uh, like Dina on the show here because it's vi- it, you need to take care of yourself. It doesn't matter if America's free or not. If you're not healthy and you're not going to be around and live in it with your children and help fight for it or your grandchildren. So you've got to take care exactly. of yourself. Yeah. Exactly. So, so uh, Dina, it has been such a pleasure having you on. Thank um, you so much. Have you, uh, do you have any uh, final thoughts or anything else that you want to share or maybe uh, your uh, social media or uh, your website even? So, yeah, so my website is is under construction right now. I'm developing a new website, but Instagram is the best place to follow me. It's at Dina Freeman Wellness, and that's D-E-A-N-A, Freeman Wellness. I have lots of good information there, and all of my links are there. So if you wanted to book a call with me to talk about some of this stuff and maybe talk about our options for working together, that there's a link in there for that. There's a link in there for the laundry detergent. Um, there is a link in there for, so my group program actually launches in September. There's a link in there to get on that wait list. So basically Instagram is the best place to find me right now and all of my information. And then Dina Freeman wellness, Dina at Dina Freeman wellness is my email address. Okay. So it's Dina at Dina Freeman wellness.com. Yes. Your email. Yeah. So make sure you, you all jot that down. It's Dina at Dina or yeah, Dina at Dina Freeman. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can definitely reach out to me via a messenger on um, Instagram for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right. So uh, once again, I want to thank you so much for being here. Uh, you've uh, definitely enlightened me and brought value to the show and uh, uh, our audience. So we'd really, really do appreciate it. Thank all you right. so much for having me. Not a problem at all. All right, guys. So you've been listening to the Red Pill current news podcast with your host the kentucky guy don't forget that devolution series part four will be uploaded today as well for you series lovers out there so have a wonderful